Welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And before we begin, just a reminder that we are sponsored by Homefield Apparel. We'll be sponsored by Homefield Apparel at homefieldapparel.com Dot com. throughout the entire football season. Woo. We love you. You love us. Homefield Apparel is Wild, the best. Wildcat Scoop 23, all capitals, one giant word, 15% off your order. They're doing new drops every week. Fat clothing, Pac-12, what? Who cares? Pac-12's gone. So, actually, no, buy your Pac-12 gear before it's gone and get It'll the be hot. be kind of retro. Vintage hot stuff. So, Wildcat Scoop 23. 15% off. Home field apparel. Home field apparel. Home field apparel. We're really professional home, at this. Home, 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 field apparel. Wow. They should hire you more. When I wake up butt naked, the first thing I do is put on home field apparel. Okay. That that wasn't in the script. Anyway, uh, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> we are moving on now. Um, tonight we're going to talk about It's going to be a sli- it's going to be a somewhat brief. It's just reviewing the week that was in Arizona football. But we're going to have multiple podcasts this weekend. We're going to talk about Arizona versus Israel Select that may be going on literally when you're listening to this. For men's basketball. We're going to be doing a few other things, but uh yeah, we're just going to review. It's going to start this week off with a home field apparel bang. And also, really quick, uh, before we begin all of that, home field apparel. Um, it, we would be remiss not to oh, mention yeah. something important happened. Shelby and I are breaking up. What? Oh wait, no, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't it. Oh. That's not it. That's shit. You always just <laughs> make up stuff. Uh, this is awkward. I was trying to say uh, we kind of missed two podcasts ago. It was our three hundredth podcast of the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I don't know why I said it two times there, but we wanted to say thank you to everybody who has listened since the beginning. If you did listen since the beginning, you will remember it was just Jason by himself, and uh, I decided that maybe another voice needed to be involved. Honey, you're better with me, not without me. That's true, and I'm your better half. So excuse me, who are you? Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, I think this is like episode 302 or 303 is where we're at now. But we really appreciate everybody, and we hope that we've entertained you up until this point, and we'll keep doing it for another 300 and another 300 more. Shelby and I just got back. We take random drives through U of A every night, yep, basically. Yeah, a lot of nights. See if we, you know, we support, you know what I'm saying? We support Arizona. And tonight we saw the band. It's that. It's one of our favorite times of year. We, we drive love the pride of Arizona. And the band is practicing. Move-in day, I believe, is Tuesday. Things are picking up on campus. School starts next Monday. No, yeah, the 21st. So it's exciting. And we are huge supporters of the band and the Palm Line and the Flag Girls and the Twirlers and everybody. So they're out there working hard. The football team's working hard. And that's why we're here. Take it, Shelbo. Um, I really don't like that nickname. <laughs> no, I hate that nickname. Uh, Shelbis? Slightly better. You know what one I really don't like? Shelly. I, oh, I Which hate... Which isn't your name, so you're fine. It's not. I had someone in particular that <laughs> called me that most of my life, and I hated it. Anyway, overall, does this team, a.k.a. the Arizona football team, look better than last year's team at the same point 
of time. Yeah, so I think people got to realize the trajectory that Arizona's on right now. And before I say this, I'm not saying that Arizona's going to win 10 games. I think they're going to win 11. No, okay. <laughs> 11.5. Uh, right. No, but I'm not, that's not what I'm saying here. But, like, the first season that Jed Fish came, and oh, I know I've said this before. Abysmal. Like, you can ask Shelby if you ever run into her randomly. Um, I hated my job at the time. Not, I, I shouldn't say it like that. I hated going to football practice because it was a bad team. It was not fun to watch, and we all knew what was coming. And we all know why, by the way. It yeah. wasn't Jed's fault. No, it no, was no. It fault. was someone's fault. But we knew, like, I cannot emphasize enough, especially for those that are new listeners, how low Arizona's football program was. I mean, it was as bad as I've ever been around. It was as bad as it gets, right? Last year, there was an improvement, but it was clearly still a work in progress. Like, there were still walk-ons being played. There were still guys defensively getting snaps that very clearly should not be getting snaps. This year, that number of guys is significantly down. Um, Now, there's a few guys that you say to yourself, okay, Arizona should have upgraded that position, but they weren't able to, or maybe they tried, but it's not there yet. But I am very confident in saying, and I know it's not saying much because the last two seasons haven't been great. But I think we all agreed that last season was clearly better than Jed's first season. And I would expect this season to be clearly better than last season. Um, It is a better overall team. It is better on offense. Um, It is better, considerably better, in my opinion, on defense. Does that mean there's no questions whatsoever? No, of course not. Of course there's questions. But to me, Jaden Delora looks more confident and has more zip on the ball. The offensive line is considerably better. The wide receiver group is deeper. The running backs are the same they were last year, which is a good thing. Arizona has a legit rotation on the defensive line with scholarship players, and there's no drop-off. Linebacker is better. Corner, in my opinion, has more depth. Uh, Safety is a position where I question a little bit, but at least there's players and there's enough players to have an actual competition. So... Um, to me, this team is better. How many wins that leads to remains to be seen, but that's the reason why I've said on the message board and to others that I'm uh, more confident in this team this year than I have been in Jed Fish's previous two. It is absolutely further ahead than it was at this point last year. No, no question. Nice. All right. Um, what is the best competition in camp going on right now? Yeah, very easy answer. It is at safety. Uh, They are rotating safeties, they being the coaching staff, are rotating safeties like crazy. I asked Jed Fish about it, and he said that no one's really separated. Like, there's no separation at all uh, among the the four safeties. The good thing is that there's still two, three weeks until the first game. Um, You know, is it a good thing that no one has separated? Maybe. Maybe, I mean, you could make the argument if you want to take that path. Oh, that means that they're all really close to being, you know, good. There's that going to be depth. Um, to me, I, I, you would like to see someone separate. Um, you know, like Dalton Johnson and Gunnar Maldonado, that's a real competition. I think Gunnar has the, the leg up right now. But then Dalton Johnson has has played well at times also. It almost feels like it's, it's a scenario thing where Gunnar has had his moments where he actually looks pretty good during practice. And he's had his moments where he completely blows coverage. Now, 
it's I'll, I'll give him this. And again, I, I'm not a big fan of Gunnar Maldonado. Like that was one of the guys where I feel Arizona should have or could have upgraded the position. I don't think he played well except for his last three games last year. But I also don't read into a ton that Jacob Cowing is burning him because Jacob Cowing is burning every safety in America. Like it's not a big deal to me that he can't guard Jacob Cowing in single coverage, right? It, it's how do you get there in the first place because it's a position that Gunner shouldn't be in. Um, I thought Isaiah Taylor was a lock to start. He is not a lock to start. Uh, you know, I, I assume that Genesis Smith, the true freshman, would be coming off the bench or, or playing a little less. I'm not sure that's the case. I think Genesis Smith, based on what we've seen, is right there competing for a starting position. Um, he's built differently. Now, me personally, and, and I, I wasn't able to ask Dwayne Aquino this, hopefully later this week I can ask Jed this, or even Nansen, is you know I think my ideal scenario is Isaiah Taylor and Genesis Smith on the field at the same time. But we haven't seen that. That's not something that they're working on. It's either going to be Dalton or Gunner, and then at the other safety spot, it's either going to be Genesis or Taylor. Um, you know, Genesis, to me, has a very bright future. He's a freshman. He still makes a few freshman mistakes. But I think in terms of natural, pure talent, he's the best of the four, and it's not even close. So it's okay. Do we put him in and let him struggle a bit, similar to what Arizona? Remember, Arizona played guys last year that weren't necessarily ready and basically said, you're going to learn the hard way, but we're going to really... Like, Jacob Manu was one of those guys. If you look at Jacob Manu's PFF numbers and stuff like that, they're not great. But now, he's a lock to start at linebacker. They think that last year helped him considerably, right? That's the case with Genesis. Do they play him now in the hopes that he improves and gets better? He's already good enough to play, but man, when you get in that sophomore season with all that experience, he's going to be really good. But that, to me, is by far the best competition going on on the roster right now, and I'm, I'm really curious to see how they handle it. It's very possible there's no clear winner that in the first game they just play four safeties. Uh, but ideally, that doesn't happen. Ideally, you see two guys separate themselves and, and kind of run with it. All right. Isn't safety always kind of it feels an issue? Like it, is. it feels like Arizona cons- under other coaches, too. Now, I will say, like, Arizona, to their credit, in the offseason, really tried to get better there. Like, Genesis Smith was the top guy on the board. Aaron Parrish, they liked, but he had an injury. You know, Canyon Moses, they went and got, and he hasn't been able to, to get going. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Very much. And, and they've had options, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, like I know they're going to look at it in this class as well and, and land a few safeties, but um, they just weren't able to kind of kind of get it done. Hmm. All right. But also, real quick, sorry. It, we should mention the fact that Dwayne Aquina, like, I can't tell you enough how impressive watching Dwayne Aquina is. Like, to me, when you watch him and the way he interacts, it almost feels like he's the co-defensive coordinator. Like, he has a ton of say in the defense. He's got a lot of clout. He's all over the field. The other defensive coaches all listen to him. It really feels like he's a co-defensive coordinator out there, and I, and I don't think that can be diminished because he's, he's literally one of the best secondary coaches of all time. And that's amazing. So... Okay. Uh, well, Jed Fish has complimented the offense, offensive line quite a bit. 
all over the place. Do you share his opinion? Yeah, this is the best Arizona offensive line in quite some time. Uh, it legitimately is. And Shelby's looking at me incredulous that I said, uh, this is going to sound crazy to you people, but offensive line is not a worry to me this season. What? Now, there's a few reasons for that. Number one, I can't, like, the amount of respect Raymond Polito deserves is crazy. He was not here in the spring. He came here in the summer in shape for the most part, probably getting a little just like any freshman offensive lineman would. Uh, you know, there's going to be days where he goes and he pukes his guts out <laughs> because he's not used to the heat or whatever. But he's starting. He's locked. Done deal. There is no competition. It took him literally two practices to get the starting job. So you're looking at a right side of the offensive line with Jonas Savanea and Raymond Polito. Two guys over 300 pounds, young, good shape. Hungry. Maulers, right? You're good. Josh Baker, very solid. Maybe not the NFL prospect that the other guys are, but a very solid lineman. Then you go Wendell Moe, who had a very nice freshman year, and then Jordan Morgan, who's a, figuring he's healthy and all that, which he looked. He's a first-round draft pick. Maybe a second, right? Mm -hmm. But he's getting drafted. So all of a sudden, you, you have literally three high draft picks on Arizona's offensive line. Like, Polito's going to get drafted. You can see it right away. Jonah, lock. Morgan, lock. Baker, solid. Wendell Mills, solid. The depth is there as well. Because now you can move guys like Lange and Borjan around. JT Hand has gone at least Magnuson has a very nice camp. He actually at one point was starting on the line. Rhino, the true freshman, looks good. And then you look at the guys that aren't going to be playing this year. Kylan Gonzalez, Elijah Payne, those guys look fine. Like, they, they were they were fine. And, um, you know, and, and so the future is bright. But, I yeah, like, it's crazy to say if you're Arizona. But the offensive line, and a lot of that is Polito. Uh, the offensive line, our fans just started making noise. I think the house is haunted. The offensive line has looked absolutely fantastic so far in, in practice. That is super exciting. Um, I don't think many people would have thought we'd be in this position in year three with that offensive line. Um, so, yay. A whole bunch of A-pluses and some A's and B-pluses. You're an A-plus to me, Shelby. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, all right. Well, who are a few players that stood out significantly this past week? Yeah, there's a few guys. Uh, the Jason Shear Shadow of the Week, sponsored by Home Field Apparel. Nice. Uh, G7. My boy, G7. He is a thing. Uh, he can return kicks. He's returned kicks. He fumbled one in the scrimmage, but that's the only one I've seen him put on the ground. Um, and he learned his lesson. He was mad on himself, but he's explosive. He's playing the corner position. He's the second string corner. They actually at one point let him start. The one thing that really stood out to me this week was he took a rep. He won the rep. And then Cowing was on the other side of the field, and the corner was getting ready to line up. And he sprinted across the field and asked to guard Jacob Cowing and held his own. He, he won the bat. And, and so he's a thing. Like, I don't know how much he'll play this year, but he, he the, from last year to this year, when you're talking about guys that have made the biggest jump and had a really nice ascension this camp, he's probably the top of my list. Um, really good week from, from Kean Burnett. If you remember last year as a freshman, he just wasn't physically ready. Uh, right. I mean, he just wasn't strong enough. He's clearly stronger. A really nice scrimmage with two touchdowns. He looks like a legitimate option 
which is a very big deal for an Arizona offense that struggled in the red zone, having a guy like Burnett that you can maybe put on the field at the same time as Tanner McLaughlin, and all of a sudden you have two very real legitimate tight ends. That's a big deal. Uh, freshman receiver Carlos Wilson. You know, Arizona has a bunch of receivers. There's two that have really stood out to me this past week. Number one was Carlos Wilson, true freshman. Uh, crazy, crazy story getting him to Arizona. I don't want to get into it. I don't know if I'm allowed, but his personal story is wild. Hopefully he gets to tell it one day. But the fact that he's playing football at Arizona is awesome, and he's doing super good this past week. Like, he had a touchdown catch in the scrimmage. I mean, he's looked really good. Won't see the field much this year, but very bright future. And then A.J. Jones. Um, the biggest thing with A.J. Jones, talking to Jimmy Doherty and Kevin Cummings and Jaden Delora, who have all mentioned him and been asked about him because he's had such a good week or so, is that confidence. Basically, last year he didn't have very much confidence as a true freshman. Very confident and has done uh, very well. Um, and then there's guys like, you know, Isaiah World, Ward. Isaiah Ward on the defensive end position that has looked good. And there's other guys, but, you know, the, the ones I, I mentioned are probably the few that um, that, that have really stood out and, and deserve some shout-outs. Shout-outs are the best. All right, well, great job to those players. Hopefully we continue to see some really good improvement. And then finally, what do you want to see as camp enters its final week open to the media? Well, the number one thing you always want to see is, uh, is health, right? And because, especially this time of year, the football, you know, the football, uh, the, the season is coming. Like, for instance, you know, I, I just read a story, uh, Texas A&M tight end Donovan Green towards ACL in a scrimmage on Saturday, Aww. right? Uh, dude was a beast. 22 catches for 233 yards last year in 10 games. Like, was going to be a major part of their roster. Staying healthy. And if that means that, you know, like Jordan Morgan played the first half of the scrimmage, but not the second. Good, whatever. You don't need the scrimmage. We know what you can do. Jaden Delora, we want to get you as many reps as possible, but we also know what you can do, and you, you better not get touched, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. there's certain guys where it's like this week, let's gloves take, off, like, right? And, and so, um, the number Wait, one thing, gloves on, sorry. right? The number one thing is is health. You want to make sure that everybody stays healthy. Um, the, you know, the number two thing I look is, is some sort of separation, uh, ideally at certain positions. Um, one safety, like we mentioned earlier two at cornerback, you've got Takario Davis and Ephesians Prysock. Uh, G seven has played well. I want to see a little more from Dylan Wyatt. I'd like to see him continue to play well. He's, he's had off and on moments. He's a leader. He's loud in a good way. He's strong. He's physical. I want to see him kind of push. A little bit more. Charles Yates has been, after having a nice spring, super inconsistent. Let's, you know, let, I want to see him level out and, and become consistently, you know, that you can count on him. He's not going to start, but you can count on him a little bit. Um, you know, you want to see linebackers. That, that Justin Flo, Daniel Hamuli battle has been awesome. But, you know, what about the guys behind him? Kay Brown has looked really good for a freshman. Leviticus Sua has had a really inconsistent camp as a four-star coming in. Tay Brown has probably had a better camp than Sua. So you want to see maybe something clicks for Sua. Um, who steps up behind those guys? And so, you know, like if Jacob Manu has to come out, who goes in instead? Who, who can you count on? So that's the thing, you know, mostly separation and health. I think those are the, the two things that you kind of want to see. And then they're going to focus a lot more on special teams. Jed Fish said that they're going to take a long look at Speedy Luke as a returner 
this week. You want to see one of those guys. There's four guys they're looking at. You want to see one of them step up. And again, separation. So ideally, by the end of this week, we have a much better feel for the depth chart at certain positions. Because by the end of this week, you'll have two weeks until the season opener, which is wild. September 2nd, I believe. Yep, NAU. NAU, which will be... A good practice game. But we don't take that for lightly around here. No, we, we don't. Because <laughs> what happened two years ago. It will not happen this year. I'm very confident in saying that. But No, yeah. I, it, it won't happen this year. But it'll still be exciting just to have, you know, Arizona football back and the whole, like, game day. And it's always just fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of excitement. Like, I, Jody Ayler tweeted at Michael, Luke, and was like, you know, between the demise of the Pac-12, um, the fact that the Pac-12 is going to be good this year, Big 12 football and all the, like, it's the most exciting. He's like, it's the most exciting I've been. And and I share the same sentiment. Like, it's, You're going to have to watch a lot of football. Darn it. That you've not really ever paid attention to. Yeah, Big to. 12 I watch a little bit. I watch a little bit nationally. But, like, I'm literally, like, you have my word, kids. I'm going to sit down and tune in to Big 12 football. Like, yeah. if it's on TV, I generally watch it. But now with ESPN Plus and all that, I'm going to be like, okay, I need to watch this game. It's going to be exciting. So there we go. That's our fall camp wrap-up podcast for, for week, week two. Yep. And there'll be more And again, this week. is this is the last, this upcoming week is the last that's open to the public. Uh, it is open Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday night. There's a scrimmage in Arizona Stadium, and then we're done. From the media perspective, we're done. We have the week off, and then it's game week. It's exciting. Yeah, so it's there. It's almost there. So... Um, in the meantime, we have a, a child that's trying out for palm line tomorrow. So in the future, she could be a wildcat doing this. that. It's I know, you know. It's sad. Exciting. I'm old. Weird. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you soon. Bear down. Bear down. Shelby wants to know who the best band in the Big 12 is. So Big 12 fans, if you're listening, rep your band. I mean, besides the Pride of Arizona for, you know, Arizona Wildcats. Does, Shelby.